Alright, welcome back to you guys and ourselves. Holy crap, we've been down for two whole weeks. Um, it's been rough. It's been rough without you guys. It was like a vacation that sucked. Yes, <laughs> my fault, sorry. Blame me. It's not your Call fault, me. it's not your fault. No. You can, but you can blame uh, me is what I'm saying. I'm being the, the guy. But we're going we're gonna to talk about the reasons and all that. But first, first of all, thank you everybody for still listening to us and... Uh, Putting up with our absence for the last two weeks, um, and thank you to the patrons who we were like, "Hey, we'll, we'll give you guys back your money for October because we missed like half the month." They're like, "Oh, you guys are awesome!" Like, it's okay. So, big thanks to the patrons for just being standout people. Um, uh, big Blake, I will get your shirt to you. I know I've been struggling, uh, <laughs> so we'll, yeah. Um, but I guess real real talk, uh, something I wanted to hit on was like mental health when it comes to like taking care of yourself and gaming and all that. Uh, the past two weeks for me personally has been really rough between um, some of you know, like I have like some back issues and not really knowing what's going to happen to me and all that's really getting me down um, and really making me, I guess, apathetic when it comes to doing anything when it comes to nerd stuff. I, I haven't played MCP in like three weeks at this point. Um... And then also kind of just like taking care of myself and doing some things over the past two weeks. Um, so that's that's been a thing. Uh, so I guess the biggest thing I could say is know when you do have to take a break, like a little mental health awareness and yeah. catch yourself before you let yourself go down. Because sometimes like situations like this is what you need, actually. Like having like friends to talk to is what you need to help you through those times. I like, probably should have done it the past two weeks. I probably would have helped me. To be completely honest. <laughs> Um, but it, it's rough sometimes because sometimes you just it don't want to do anything, and you're you're very much just like, "What was me?" Um, to be completely honest, like the the biggest feeling that's been going through my head the past two weeks has been like a lot of self doubt and I guess worthlessness because, to be completely honest, I it, it's I'm in a constant state of pain and I can barely walk sometimes. So it's it's very being like 29 years old. It's it's rough to accept it oh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that being said, everybody's caught up now. Um, that's what happened, basically. So it wasn't Sam, wasn't really hyper. I think we all needed a little break at the same time. At least Sam and I know we did. We talked about it. Like, <laughs> we need a, like, the first one was like, uh, let's take a break. Um, and then the set last week was me just being like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing an episode tonight. Um, I have a but... much less real reason for not being on the show, and it's that I've been busy with a little project of mine, like a training thing that has nothing yeah. to do with gaming. It's like a personal well, thing. And the people completely... in part of that training are uh, either younger than me or older than me, but have been drinking for years. So I've been drinking so fucking much. It's unreal. <laughs> um, well, to be completely honest, so like the last two weeks was hilarious because you're like, are we going in tonight? And we're like, yeah, we're gonna take a break tonight. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm ready again. Oh, yeah. that makes uh, one of us. But... I mean, that's like, I think like last time I said I was ready, y'all were like, we don't want to do it, and I was like, oh shit, did I say I was gonna do that? Oh fuck, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. 
No, good times. Um, but another thing, like Sam and I were kind of alluding this earlier in the preamble we were doing is sometimes like you got to have more than just one hobby game when it comes to it. Like I've been like so into MCPs since it came out, and that was like my only game. I think a way to avoid like burnout in it is probably like have something else you could do. Like I got back into Flesh and Blood personally and getting back into card games and stuff. And that's been like good for me to have a side thing to be like obsessive with because I get super obsessive about whatever I'm getting into. Yeah, I watched the new Dragon Ball movie. That was sick. We were going to go see that in theaters, but we never did. Are you a fellow Dragon Ball fan? We can chat about that later. Yeah, I love Dragon Ball. Uh, fuck so is yeah, Victoria, actually. So. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, that's a new thing I can talk to you guys, my my friends about. I I, I made some almost more married got... friends on Halloween actually. It was, it was cool. I almost got into the Dragon Ball trading card game, but I didn't really want to get another another game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like, I do think it's healthy for like nerds is to like have like other games that you can do and take up your time, other than just like sinking all your eggs into one basket because. If I'm literally playing MCP like every other day and all I think about is MCP, like, you, you, you should expect burnout. <laughs> like, um, versus like, oh, I'm going to play Flesh and Blood this day. I'm going to play Marvel this day and play computer games this other day. Uh, so <laughs> if I wanted to listen to a half an hour of screaming, I talk to my ex, no Dragon Ball for me. It's different now. Like they don't do that anymore as much. Like, it's probably like 15 minutes, not half an hour. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah i just wanted to like i think it's something worth talking about i don't think it's talked about enough is just like your own personal mental states especially in like this day and age i feel like it's overlooked way too much and yeah myself included just like not wanting to accept it at the same time if that makes sense no it's hard um, it's super yeah. hard to accept i mean especially when it's like physical like yeah that you actually like have to Except something. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta accept something. Um, on the other side of it, you know, you, you got the game to deal with. And I, yeah, I, I, I feel it. I, I know what you're talking about. I've been, yeah. I've been in a similar place before. Absolutely. There, for sure. On a, on a side note, if anybody knows what it is, I got an epidural yesterday. And um, yeah, it's been real fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My brother called me last night. He's like, so I heard you got an epidural. Did it go okay? I'm like, why? Is it a chance of not going okay? He's like, they're injecting needles into your spine. There's absolutely a chance. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I did not know that it was that serious of a procedure. They made it seem like it was something super casual, something super easy. And like, they didn't tell me the side effects of it until after i got it they're like you might be having yeah. some like serious headaches and then your limbs might just go numb and i'm like <laughs> why didn't you tell me this before you did this this is and, better this is better yeah no, like, better. like i think okay. I, I think i'd rather just sit here in pain <laughs> because i still have the pain uh epidural did not help oh, no i just have random dumb. numbness in my arms and legs and i had a splitting headache earlier today wonderful times uh would not recommend to anybody to be completely honest uh, <laughs> yeah, hot take. Don't get an epidural. Crazy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was not fun. All right, let's, let's let's get into what we're here to talk about. Um, first, we have challenge yeah. of the week from two weeks ago or three weeks ago, rather. It was Hyper Viper wanting carnage, carnage. list. Yeah. Uh, did you pick a list? Did we get lists? Yeah, there's like three. Okay, okay, okay. I'm looking right now. Where do we right, put take those a look. Uh, challenge of the week? 
Hot two. Challenge of the week. Someone in our chat did not appreciate my uh, cock and ball torture joke. Uh, so, A Goose, appreciate my cock and ball torture jokes, man. Come on. That's, that's what we bring uh, you here for. The Avengers. cock and ball torture jokes. I'm very confused right now, actually. He said C-I-B-T in reference to can I borrow that? And I said Quicksilver's a kinky man. And he was like, oh, you're being dumb. No, I'm not. You're being dumb. So what you're saying <laughs> is don't kink shame you. Exactly. Quicksilver right, loves to get stomped. And people should be okay with that. Um, The first one is... It's got Thanos, which I don't like very much right now. It's got Thanos and Space Loki. So this list is just for men. Um, Okay, (laughs) appreciate that. This is a Hydra list with Carnage. I don't hate that at all. And I don't, I don't hate giving him rerolls, although he is not a bleed immune. That is a thing. So he doesn't get, like, free rerolls from Zola. Yeah. And this one is... Carnage Hood Wong Avenger. With Craven the Hunter. All right. Yeah, no. Margar 60. I don't even know if you could be affiliated, man. I'm really glad you have Black Widow in there. That's an awesome list. You got Luke Cage. You have one, two, three, four, only five affiliated Avengers in an Avengers list. And you embrace, yeah, you're good. You win, 100. percent All right. Avengers so, help which Carnage. Which one is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Margar. Uh, yeah, Margar 60. Maximum Avengers COTW. That is an amazing list. I actually really dig that. I might play that soon. All right, it's in challenge of the week winners now. I'm actually keeping up with them this time. All right. Uh, next, we did challenge of the week. What do we do after that? We go into the main topic. I guess is that. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, we want to talk about the new stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. you, you actually want to do. Oh, let's uh, let's do this real quick. Guys, we did it. We have enough hot takes. What is this? We don't we don't need any more. No no more opinions. Oh. No more hot takes. We've heard them all. We've had enough. No more. Isn't it awesome? Everyone can just shut up now. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we can be done with hot takes. <laughs> So what is your uh, oh, obviously wait, wait, well, Tara, metered be, opinion? Vitera <laughs> says we forgot to do the cold drinks. Cold drinks, hot takes. Uh, we forgot oh, about that go. part. Yeah. Uh, Sour monkey for me. You know, I had to had to crack it out. Appalachian amber ale tonight. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. I got my protein. There you go. Protein. As per usual. Protein. Protein, bro. Protein. All right, let's go. What's your what's your hot take on the pyro blob box? I think pyro and blob box is the best box since Luke Cage and Iron Fist and like Voodoo and Hood. It's ridiculous. That box is so fucking good. Um, they have one really good card. I'm kind of glad Blob didn't get Heroes for Hire because he'd just be literally everywhere. Um, as is, I think Blob is more similar to Lizard than he is to Luke Cage, which is not a bad thing. He's not really a huge team player. He's just an objective monstrosity. Uh, who's like, only very specific people can deal with him, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pyro is now the second affiliated Brotherhood stealer. Um, and I would say probably... Um... He's on restricted steal, too. Like, I mean, you gotta it's be a, it's unrestricted, It can only happen yeah, once yeah. per game, so I think he's probably still third overall. So it, it, in my head, it goes like Black Cat, Voodoo, Pyro, Quicksilver, in that order, in terms of characters who can steal stuff, and then, like, Enchantress. Um, oh, how the mighty have fallen. And I guess, like, whatever, <laughs> Human Torch is in there somewhere, too. 
But yeah, Miles. Yeah, Miles is pretty good too, but it could be redirected with attack redirection, which I'm an Avengers player. I have a lot of that. Um, but yeah, man, holy fuck that pyro card. It's also uh, it's a, it's a push that I believe no one in the game can resist. So I was talking a lot about how oh man, Blob's gonna be insane. The only character who can stop Blob pushes and like push Blob around are like you know very specific things, and then Pyro in the same box as Blob is like yeah, I can I can fuck Blob. I also like make Blob roll one defense die when I feel like it. Um, so I think um, I think Blob is going to be objective monster. I also think that Pyro is just nuts. I think Pyro is probably my like as far as three threats in the past, let's say four or five months because I don't like remember anything ever. Uh, I think he's numero uno. I think Pyro is, is crazy. He's pretty nutty. I agree with that. I think he's going to be everywhere. I agree. <clears throat> also, um, you can take initiative with Pyro to make it the other human torch guys card work with him. Yeah. And then you can drop like nine to eleven die beams on people. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying you're becoming a shield player? Shield, no, shield I, I, I'm not ever gonna buy a human torch. I haven't bought a box in close to a year. But I am one I think the <laughs> literally the last box I bought was Shadowlands Daredevil and I haven't even put him together. <laughs> So my, my my question to you though is like how have you had like not bought stuff in such a long time, but still probably ninety five percent of your collection's gray. Oof. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had this whole plan where I, I had two models painted and I was going to put them in the uh, whatever our our little battle our our responsibility club. club. Yeah. Uh, and then I forgot to do it, <laughs> but they are painted. I had I had it in the bag, and I still forgot. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I'm really right. I, like I if I have a, <laughs> I want to buy the pyro and blah, but I'm also like fuck, man. Now I have to paint something completely different if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take brother to LVO. I have nothing done for them. You better start now. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> or real. pay somebody. <laughs> I'll have all my friends do it for me because I have very nice friends. That's they can, fair. They can help me. Careful All with right. Ernesto. He'll uh, he'll hold your stuff for a really long time and then give it back to you half painted. That's okay. It's, <laughs> it just needs to have like colors on it. We're both going to LVO. As long as it's like done, I don't care. All right. Um, a comedy club. You got the shameless for October. I do. We did okay this month, guys. Uh, Casaris, myself, Jonah, Melaflores, Merle Mage, and Goldar. One absolute map. Samzilla, Scruff McGruff, and Omnis. But Omnis, his only fault was that he couldn't follow instructions and fill out paperwork correctly. <laughs> Wait, we got Nick Goldar in the club? That's awesome. It is. We're glad to have him. It feels weird calling his name for a shame. But, uh... <laughs> Such a nice so, guy. I don't know who's getting dropped, but I think we might have a drop or two here after uh, this week. I think after November we have a drop. Yeah, we didn't really start. Yeah, that's right. It'll be this we didn't, month. That's right. Yeah, September, yeah, just, September, October, November. So this is your last month. So November, get your get your goals in, get your stuff done, stay in the club. Stay Not in the like club. you can't rejoin, just that your clock resets. Yeah. All right. Uh, main topic. Hyper, you wanted to talk about something very special today. What was that? Be. It's the whole concept of like balancing offensive and defensive tech in a roster because I struggle with that so hard. Okay, so why do you think you struggle with it? Um, because I like to not die. 
So I make mm -hmm. mistakes to keep my characters alive when winning the game would be like I don't want to sacrifice my pawns if you want to phrase it that way. Um, yeah. Even when it would win me games because I'm just like no I want my friends not to die. <laughs> Bruce no. Exactly yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I it's like I, you're playing Avengers so it's kind of like. Look, yes, um, the tankiest factions of yeah, the game. Yeah, it like, is, it is. But I, this is the problem: is sometimes you don't need just tankiness to win. You need, oh, yeah, uh, some you need to be able to kill stuff. And I'm oftentimes I find myself struggling to kill things like a Juggernaut or a Thanos or whatever. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Like so oftentimes guess... the biggest damage dealer on my team is a Hulk, and like he just whiffs sometimes, you know? Yeah, I think but... I'm trying to think like the best way to like tackle this subject because it's like. I don't think there's like a perfect answer to it. I think it's it's so situational. Like, who are you going against? Like, are you going against, let's say, Midnight Suns, who can be aggressive, but they also can be just objective runners where they're not attacking you at all. And maybe just being, like, tanky to stop what little attacks they have is better because then they're not getting any forward movement while you're just standing around and scoring points because you're Avengers. Um, I, think, I think it's just, like, it's so situational. I think with 10, like, 10 character rosters... It gets to be super tough to like actually have like an answer for this because of the fact that like well I, I like this energy and I like the way this works with this and like the way that this works with this, but the next thing you know you're running like four people who have bodyguard and right. and uh, <laughs> like only one person who's like okay at doing damage. This like, literally this happens to list? me all the time. But I think it comes down to like what's the what's the goal of your list? I think that's what you need to look at is like is my goal to sit here and just like take a beating and stay here, or is my goal to push damage and stop my opponent's plans? It's almost like I guess that's probably two trained of thought right there. Is um is my goal to progress my plan or is my goal to hinder my opponent's plan? Yeah, and like I, I still do all right with this. Like, it's not a super yeah. problem for me, but, like, in basically every game I play, I play the tank. Uh, yeah. So it's hard for me to both have a tank and control of the damage as well, because I'm used to just telling those people that they suck, you know, while I, you know, eat damage and it's like, end the front line. I'm like, oh, why aren't you killing things? I'm doing all of your work for you. And then, like, oh, shit, I have to do that work too. I don't want to. Leave me alone. But it's almost like, I think the game is in a state currently where it's like, if you have staying power, it almost gives you, a like, an extra leg to stand on. Because if you can like have more than half of your roster by turn five, and your opponent doesn't, but I guess that's where the the line is. It's like, are you able to put out enough damage to let your opponent not have more than half the roster? Like you said, you're too tanky, so like you're not pushing well, up damage. It's not that I'm too tanky. It it's edge. just that like I don't have damage. Like I yeah. I am very durable, but if they have all the stuff, I have a hard time pulling it back. You know, that's why like. Yeah. That's why I play Black Cat. Just because I don't have to be offensive. I can just be tanky and run away with Black Cat. It's, I know it's gross, but it's like, it works. I think that's also like comes to the conversation, though. It's like, I could be tanky, but I also have my goal for the scenario because I'm running pieces like Black Cat. So I'm being tanky and surviving while I have objective runners or control pieces doing the other things. I don't have to do damage, like ser serious damage to get ahead in the game. As long as the goal pieces are working together, like this person's gonna sit here and stay on the secure, this person's gonna be over here taking the extract, and blah blah blah. And you're gonna try and punch me all you want, but you're not gonna get any headway because I'm tanky, I'm controlly, and I'm doing this. Where their list is like 
aggression. Um, and it kind of comes down to like, almost like, I don't want to say like meta picking because of the fact that like, it's like a super like small sample scale meta. Cause it's 10 characters, it's 10 characters, mm-hmm. but it's almost like what you're doing when you read your opponent's list. Like, what do I expect them to bring? Like, how do I, what's like my best situation <laughs> in this? Let me regale you guys with a story from, uh, my game night last night. So I wanted to, to test out some black order stuff. And I brought a, a Black Order roster that I was I was gonna play like different character combinations and do some different things. I wound up on sixteen against a Malekith and Red Skull roster, and is it New Skull? New Skull, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I I tend to approach my tactics hand as where I'm getting most of my defensive tech from, just yep. in general Same. as a player. That's 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 my go-to. And I didn't bring any defensive tech to this matchup because I was bringing like. I don't want to call it thematic. Like, calling Black Order thematic is like... <laughs> I mean, like, they bleed like, theme. You have to yeah. play... <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah. It's almost hard not to, right? But, like, I was like, you know, there's a there's a fistful of Black Order-affiliated cards that I've never really, like, given the time of day. And so I wanted to try new combinations of characters, different gems on different characters, and to play some Black Order Texas cards that I've never played with. And then I line up, and I'm playing against a Malekith and Red Skull, and I was just like... Where's my defensive tag? I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and I proceeded to, you know, realize how Black Order is no longer an apex predator uh, in basically any form. No, the, 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 like, they both, having all of their, you know, standard gems, or two of their standard mm-hmm. gems become restricted, and losing sacrifice is like, Oh, come on, man. Like, it's, it's it very was, difficult. It was so much, yeah. Especially now that you can get uh, basically a, a, a comparably effective package in New Skull yeah. and Malekith for 12. Yes. They cost Black Order 16 and two restricted cards. So, like, the, the game has changed, and I am now an old man who needs to uh, uh, adjust my sights. And so what, what happened in this game is that basically... I left all my defensive tech at home because I was like, I just want to like, you know, try out some stuff and see what, what sticks. And I think that I haven't missed that level of defensive tech since I was playing double hulks and, or, you know, even triple hulks where basically my entire tactics hand was just defensive tech. And this mm-hmm. is before the rotation happened. So there was a lot more that you could stack that, that hand with to get all the defensive tech that you thought you needed. And um, uh, the the push away game, the control game, only goes so far in this this high damage environment that we're in now. I think what you need now, so far as defensive tech is concerned, is you need bodies on the table, which isn't really anything new. You need a lot of bodies if you're trying to, to play that kind of a game. And then you just want to make it so that those bodies take a little bit too much effort to chew through. And if you're not doing that, I think that you probably should just leave your defensive tech at home and, and join the, the fricassee and see what happens. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, though. Like, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, like, I'll, it's so hard for me to leave home without Luke Cage and basically everything I yeah, play. Fair but, enough. Like, That's always the answer. He's like, yeah, that's great against high damage and stuff, but like, I want to kill that Malekith, you know? I don't mm-hmm. want to just be able to survive him. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know who, who, who does that well. I don't like. I swear to God, I'm done with Helios. I think that card's a waste. <laughs> um, 
I just want to get sound bites from you that are like a month apart. Iron Man is criminally underrated. Everyone should he play is. Helios. He's I am still... over Helios Laser. Yeah, okay. I've always been like suspect on Helios. You can ask like anyone I talked to no, last year at LVO. It's, it's a suspect card. Um, I'm like done playing it now though. I, I never bought a Hulkbuster. I, I don't care about proxying it for LVS. I'm just not going to play it anymore. That's fine. Um, Have you... Iron Man is still a top tier yes. character. He's a right. game winner. I loved Iron Man in Shield. I, I enjoyed every single game he was on the table. Like not like enjoyed the game, but like literally like meant like I enjoyed his presence on the table. He did something in every single game that was like hell yeah, Tony Stark. You you own that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I <laughs> Helios. I brought it, right? It was in the roster, and I brought it to almost every single game. And then it just kept sitting there, and I just wouldn't use it. And there was never enough power, or the, the, you know, the, the, the goalposts would move. And suddenly, I wouldn't have a model that had enough power to like really make it worth it, for one reason or another. It's also like, for all that power, which you know may or may not do something crazy, oftentimes having that power spread out across your entire team is just better. Like, Yeah. And I, I'm a Hulk guy. I play Hulk almost every game. Um, I will never, ever, ever give Iron Man power from Hulk again. It will not happen. Zero percent right. chance. I'm also like, this is going to sound crazy, um, but after like bouncing back and forth with this for almost literally a year now, uh, I'm convinced I love Steve and I need to play more Steve. I think Steve needs to find his way back into my list. I don't know how, but he's going to. Sam Steve will return. Sam Steve. I just, so I think back to the topic of like defensive, I think it really just comes down to like what, what I was saying is what is the goal of your list? Like, what are you trying to accomplish and what can you accomplish? I think your roster should probably be, I think if I, if you had to give like a finite answer, I would say at, at bare minimum roster construction, one control piece, Two tanky pieces. Um, leadership doesn't count, so let's just say two leaders, like because most lists nowadays have two leaders. Uh, so what are we at there? There's one control. Leaders, that's three. Two tanky pieces. Um, probably everybody's running at least one objective stealer, not just grabber, like a stealer. I think Sometimes. it's. I was talking about with Morgan Reed. Um, like at the two. end of last season, I think you just basically need to at this in this point yeah. in the game. It's the game. Look yeah. at look at look at Pyro and Blob Pack. You know what I mean? Like yeah. look no, at it's, it's, it's human not going like, away. This is the game that yeah. they they want this effect in the game. Like <laughs> I'm done. I'm trying not to be old. I'm trying to get hip with the kids. Any of y'all who think <laughs> they're, they're like they don't want <laughs> any of y'all who think like they don't like they're not happy with the game is right now. They just reprinted Brace. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're pretty fucking happy where but, the game is right now. I think I think my point being, though, is like I think if you build like this where it's like you have two leaders, you have two objective grabbers, uh, one control piece, two tanky pieces and then three like heavy hitters. I think that is probably what you need because you probably need more heavy hitters than you need tanky people. Because if you have three tanky people and only two heavy hitters, like swap the numbers around, then you're going to have one tanky person who's not performing their goal. They're, they're not doing anything yeah. besides literally just standing there. Versus if you're having like three heavy hitters, let's say you take a list that you're going six wide. You have leader, um, peace dealer, tanky person, and two damage dealers. Oh, I have another spot, so probably 
another tanky person. So two and two and two, right? Um, so at that point, if you had three tanky people on that list, that third tanky person probably isn't doing jack shit that entire game, and they're gonna feel like a wasted slot. Versus if you have like that, you take three heavy hitters instead of that. They're always going to feel like they're getting something out of the game because they're able to get in there and do what they need to do. You know what I mean? And Holy Macanon makes a good point. Your heavy hitters need to have different tech as well. It's not good just to hit hard anymore. Right. Like being able to have different ways that you're hitting hard, different ways that you're making an impact, different ways that you're um, doing this is what matters. So having like that variety in your list, like I don't want, like it's weird because X Men and X Force and all that, but like. What's the difference between Wolverine and twenty three? Like one I, threat yeah. and I would look at Saber Sabretooth in twenty three. I think it's actually like an even yeah. better like comparison, right? Because True. like Wolverine only gets extra bonus dice on his backside and he tends to vanish <laughs> before he gets to make much much use of him. But uh Sabretooth, uh you know this this, this uh current Sabretooth, not the whatever's coming in the, the next pack, you know, if there's any changes there. But like this current Sabretooth with his bonus dice ability and then X twenty three, like he's got those are two very different models, right? So yeah. like I, I I see Sabretooth more as like a, a bulk hitter where he's trying to, to throw a, a bucket of dice at something and see where it goes. Which and he's X twenty three. He is. And X twenty three is gonna you know, she's leveraging re rolls and, and you know, other other tech to get where she wants to go. I just feel like if we're looking at your roster as a whole, I think yeah. you should probably like maybe look and see if it falls into the shell or if you're falling into the opposite shell, where you're going more tanky. I could see like, like web warriors. I think it's like, it also comes out of the affiliation because that's going to change the game dramatically. Cause if it's like web warriors, you're going to have like five control pieces and, uh, but it's like, that's the game that they're playing. Right. And so it all comes down to, I think standard shell is probably what I mentioned when affiliation specific, it's going to change what exactly you're looking at. But, and then Macanomics to their point is like, I'm a big believer that you need a heavy hitter free damage type. All right. I agree with yeah. that, but I think it's more on the lines of you need to represent damage types, not just like have like specific. Um, I think what's more important mm-hmm. is having utilitarian heavy hitters. That's interesting. Um, I don't. I don't disagree with either one of you guys. I tend to lean more into like roster theme, and I don't mean like Asgard. I'm going to play Asgardians. Yeah. I mean like if I'm going to do mobile damage dealer, I'm going to do mo- mobile damage dealers, and that's going to yeah. be what this roster does. And it means that I'm going to struggle against some things when like a mobile damage dealer isn't what I need in that matchup. But I, I think the issue with that, though, is you end up overlapping way too much. And it's the same thing with the whole tanky conversation. It's fair, like yeah. if I have if I have new Red Skull and X-23, they're going to be stepping on each other's toes if they're on the same side of the board. But how you get over that is you send 23 on one side and Red Skull down the other. Right. Um, but you can't always do that because a lot of times you end up having them in the exact same place and you're going to have them stepping on each other's toes. I think this is where you need to have like beaters that don't have the same game plan or same objectives because then you're not going to be stepping on each other's toes like there was one thing i forgot what list it was it was a it was a question between like angela and somebody else and i was like well if i have angela here i'm literally running the exact same um character doing Mm -hmm. the exact same goal Mm -hmm. and now this person feels completely wasted as a five threat because this other person is doing the exact same thing that this person is doing but better um I think it was Malekith versus Angela. Because I was looking at stacking like the multiple streaks. Like it's like Malekith, 23, and Angela. Ugh. And it was like 
like stacking all that, like well, there's always like one of them every single time just felt like a complete waste of an activation because I didn't get to do what I was bringing them for. Yeah, I accidentally board wiped my opponent, and then I was just like, well, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> what happens now? Oh, X23 can only move and attack this turn. Crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a feeling you get. But it's like when you're trying to have maximum um, efficiency, which I think that's like the name of the game, is how do you sure. make your list as efficient as possible? If you have a piece that's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this character. I guess they're just going to stand here because I can't do anything else. And we talked about this in a recent episode, I believe, where it's like you have to have each turn be as efficient as possible. Now, if that's as simple as one double moving and standing on a point or getting in position to heal somebody or something simple like that, there's still an objective to that positioning in that play versus, well, I got nothing to do with one because they're like, He's over here by himself. If he's still scoring you a VP, that's still pushing the game forward. Right. What I'm getting at is like, well, I have this character in a corner and they can't do anything because they're slow and they aren't holding a VP and they can't make anything actionable this turn because what they were going to do was robbed from them. Um, that's what I'm getting at is you have to be able to not step on your other character's toes. And I think this comes back to the original conversation of like, how do you balance tanky versus aggressive? And if I have Luke Cage and Captain America, I wouldn't go past that. I wouldn't have any other tanky characters in the list, to be completely honest, because that is tanky enough. Uh, like <laughs> Captain America and Luke Cage, like probably some of the better tanks in the game. Like, See, I, I know you're more. right, but I'm still just like, I need more. But do you like what what like what other character would you bring? Like let's 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 talk about that. What other I mean, character I would, would you like, bring? Like, Iron Man. Do you really need to be balanced is the question I want to ask. In this I don't discussion. think so. But he brought it up, and so I'm trying to give an answer. No, I think okay? you do, because like, you'll get into a situation where you need to box with somebody, like where it's not an objective game. And if you, you can take hits, but you can't dish it out, that's not good. I think you just punt. But, I mean, just like, that's what I'm saying, well, man. But like, you, say, you say Iron I, Man, though. Like, how, is, how is Iron Man not a, a beater? Iron Man's like a tanky beater. He is. With, he with is. control. That's great. He, like, all those things are true. Uh, the wild, problem sometimes is like, it's not enough. Like, you'll get someone who like, is a dedicated hitter, like a Valkyrie yeah. or something, and she will just kill you, and you will not be able to kill her. Does that make sense? You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I mean, if, if Valkyrie rolls, you know, what she needs to roll, she's, she's great. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I think characters like that are important. I, I really feel like like if it's your day, it's your day. <laughs> With this game. That's also true. I could just be you know kind of whiny. Like I, I, you can try to reinforce your your roster, and you can get better at this game. I'm not trying to say that like oh dice decide everything or something lame like that. I just mean like if it's your day, it's your day. You're gonna have the clear thought. You're gonna make the correct decisions. You're gonna do the things on the board that you have to do. And, you know, you're going to catch a break when you needed to catch a break. And otherwise, you know, you went 4-1 that day. Or, you know, you, you got close enough, but you didn't quite get there. And, That's way uh, too of, like, a real and practical take. I want to win every day. <laughs> it's got some old. I think, like you say, you say you want to win every game, but I think that comes back to having, like, the perfect roster for your affiliation. And, like, that, like I still think to this day... I put so much work. I'm going to bring it up. The Cabal Malekith list. I put so much fucking work into that list. I think for me as a player, it was as perfect as it was going to be. I had like just the right pieces going every single way. I knew what matches I need to play what. 
I had that list. I could play it in my sleep. But it did it. Did it made one mistake and it didn't matter. Nothing else mattered. Yep. Absolutely. And so it just comes down to it's like does the conversation truly matter? Like, is there such thing as a perfect shell? Is there such thing as like I'm too tanky or I'm too that? Like I think the real question is, is what can you accomplish turn to turn? And like are you progressing towards an end state? If you're not progressing towards an end state, then yeah, something's wrong and you need to change it. But if you're able to take four tanky people and still progress towards an end state that is in your favor, then what's wrong with that? Nothing at all. So Mac and I was saying in the chat that current emphasis on tall lists says that you know you don't need a, a balanced approach. And I I agree largely, but uh, I also think that tall lists are the ones that really suffer the most against a heavily stacked defensive tech roster, which also like I'm not talking about balance. I'm talking about the absolute other direction. Something like, you know, I, I would take a, a six wide shield against a three-wide Malekith list just about any day of the week, just because of the options that you have every yeah, they single have, round. They're under so much pressure, they have to kill you. Right. And, you know, I've, you bring a Ghost Spider, you bring an Escort to Safety, and you bring an Eye in the Sky, and you literally have two, two attack cancels and then a third on the turn when you need it. And then on top of that, you can do things like, you know, bring Loki or Quicksilver into that mix, and, you know, you have literally just put these pieces out that are just going to give your opponent so much trouble to go after you. And on top of that, right, like, that's not the only approach, right? You've got, like, X-Men that's going to throw a block into, you know, almost every attack. And, the, you know, Asgard, to a lesser extent, it's going to, you know, pay a power to heal every turn. You've got lots of different options for, for stacking defensive tech against a really tall, angry roster. Yeah. Yeah, shield is shield is underrated. Uh, they they do My personal like pain point in the game right now is that I get bored playing like pure objective games and I don't I don't want to play the tall lists that are seeing success right now. <laughs> What list are those? Uh, I think that Malekith Cabal is is uh, pretty much a, a top tier list. At the very least, it is a hardcore gatekeeper. Okay, it's basically old Black Order. Like, let's be yeah, real. it is, it is, it is. It's, it's old Black Order, but I would argue it's better. No, I, mean, I, I, I one hundred percent. I was I was saying this. I was saying this when I was playing it. I was like, mm-hmm. it's literally like you're playing Black Order. It's the same game plan. Your yep. pieces are just more efficient. Yep. And all the same things work against it, too. Right? Like, all the same, like, defensive tech, status yeah. layering, bodyguard layering. Like, the defensive tech still works against it. It's just However, more efficient than it was. Uh, it's efficient in a different way. It's, it's a... It's a there, there, yeah. So it's more focused. It's, it's efficient in a different way, though, because when Dice would fail Black Order, you still have right. Thanos control. Correct. Where Malekith doesn't have that. He just has like, oh, my dice shit on me. I guess I have to rely on my yep. other people that are doing dice to do good. <laughs> Lucky him. Him and Red Skull have pretty darn good dice. So is, is yeah. New Skull, uh, is he, what's it called? What I'm, what I'm Corvus, yeah. Corvus and Proxima. No, is oh, he? Yeah, he, he, he is. Cabal, yeah. He, he is Corvus <laughs> and Proxima. Oh, man. He's Cabal? No, 
Yeah, he's Cabal. Yeah. So you can play him under. Why Malakid. the fuck did they do that? I thought that was like the one thing that would make it balanced is if he wasn't Cabal. No, he's Cabal. Oh, he's Cabal. Oh, yeah, no, that's busted. Why would you yeah, not? Like, Hydra, Hyd- like dual affiliating Hydra Cabal is so good right now. It's also oh, like, ridiculously easy, and you can. There's that card that's like, hey, you want two leaderships? The, uh, yeah. I hear the affiliation list is a living document, so I have some additions to my my nightly prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he should be Cabal. Being able to run him in affiliation under Malekith is kind of yeah. crazy. Or even, like, I don't know. I, like, I, I also think Malekith under Red School's leadership on an E-shape or D-shape is kind of stupid. Well, just the Malekith option, the fact off you can do either of yeah. those things. Right. I, right. I did yeah. not realize he was also Cabal. That's pretty gross. Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty easy to put a roster on the table that is... Hydra or Cabal, and then if you bring like generic tactics, like you're you're in a very flexible position until deployment yeah. is over. I just I just don't want to play that. <laughs> yeah, no, that That's sounds gross. Problem. I also I'm not about to pay like a buck fifty to buy both those boxes. <laughs> and also, yeah, just like I I feel kind of like a pose. Like I play this game to have fun with characters I enjoy, and I. Yeah. Like Red Skull, I definitely have never been like a huge fan of. Uh, Malekith, I don't know. He's kind of whatever. Like he's cool. Uh, like, I get the Avengers cool. is the base of this game, but like it's not. It's not what drew me in. That wasn't what drew me in. Yeah, this game. No, I, I want to play the kooky shit. Like I'm super excited to play Pyro and Blob because I've been reading X Men my entire life. Bam. Also, they're going to be fucking insane. Like who wouldn't want to incinerate Malekith? You know, constantly, forever, and also push him away. All I know is that that Hawaiian shirt is going to be so hard to green stuff under Blob. Oh my god! I'm going to yeah. do it though. It's going to happen. Not envy you. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really know if we answered the question, but I I, I think we were at the point of beating a dead horse. I mean, no, that was um, like a good information for sure. Like, I don't I, I don't think we wasted our time here. That's what I think this goes back to everything we've said. You know, like the three of us could show up at a game with the same roster, and we would all approach the game and the roster differently even differently, if it was yeah. card for card unique or uh you know the same. same yeah it's the same thing when it comes to like like net listing like i don't think this game truly provides a means of net listing <laughs> only for the fact that like everyone makes decisions differently right. and dice variants um because you're not going to have the same outcome like i doubt you'd have the same Play-by-play over 300 games. I, I really doubt that. There wouldn't be one similar play-by-play to a T. Yeah. But anyways, I think that's a decent coverage of... <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know if we answered the question. I feel like we didn't answer the question, but I feel like we did the best we could. As the well, person who answered the question, I feel fine about that. <laughs> I mean, like, if the question is, how do you balance offensive defensive tech? I think we have like three kind of different answers here, which is Hyper Viper wants to win every game, so he's like actively yeah, was searching a joke, for that answer. But also, I know yes. you are. But <laughs> it's the kind of joke where you're like, well, if it if you don't like it, then it's totally a joke. But if you think it's funny or you'd be game, then it's not. And I, for me, I look at it and I don't I don't think that I will ever be able to balance offensive and defensive tech. I'm going to always lean really hard in one direction or the other. And just embrace yeah. it, and and what that means for my roster and my matchups. Sometimes you just yeah. 
Like, pick something that you're already bad against and you don't expect to see and just punt against it. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you lose because of it. Stop! I know, right? Because you're, you're guaranteed to find that if that's what you do. But at least I am, because that's my karma. And then Fair. I think Dizzard has a really specific way of kind of approaching his, his roster building to, to make sure that he's got the pieces that he wants to have in the list to, you know, I don't know. If anything, you've got the most balanced approach to the three of us, in my opinion. Because you're actively trying to, shit to, out of to, to create a I, situation. I literally, literally min-max my list, no matter what list it is. I am I min-max it to the max to my personal play style. I'll be right back. Be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bye. min is hard, though. Like, it, like it's, it takes away a lot of the fun at the same time. But I also think it makes fun because I like doing it. I like min-maxing. I like when you're min-maxing making the most yourself. efficient. Yeah, like to myself. Yeah. Right, like when you're like, I need this in my roster, or I'm not going to be comfortable. I do a fair amount of that. It's nowhere near yeah. as, as 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 like metered as you described. But like, I look at my roster and I'm like, oh wow, I don't have any mystic attacks. I have two roster spots left. I'm definitely yeah. going to try and find a mystic attack to put in to that last roster spot. Yeah, and uh, that, I mean, I I want access to all the pieces, but. I am also very quick to just throw my hands up and be like, you know what? I'm not going to get them all. It's not going to happen. <laughs> if I do, it's going to be iterative. It's going to be iterative uh, to get there. And I think because we, we for the past, I don't know how long we've always been saying like, I wish I had 12 characters. <laughs> uh, I think there's a reason why we right? don't have 12 characters is because yeah. if you had if you had 12 characters, then you would have it all. Where's the where are you making concessions in your roster at that point? You're not. Like, your roster would be your roster should be at that point damn perfect. Because you don't have to make concessions. You get everything you want at 12. Yeah. Granted, I want 12 man rosters because then I get everything I want. But, but, right. But it's like, you're not, again, you're, you're not making concessions. You're not making like choices that could truly like make or break the list. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. That's a, a good wrap for the main topic. We can go into. What do, what do we do next? I forget. We'll uh, another, another challenge of the week. And we challenge of the week. A sales pitch. A sales pitch. Okay. Sorry, uh, Mom. What would be a good challenge of the week? Uh, build something that beats this ridiculous Hydra Cabal shit. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That's fun. Beat Hydra Cabal. What do you, what's your Beat best Hydra answer? Cabal. Show us your tech. Yeah, make the grossest anti-attrition <laughs> list. Just basically just play old web warriors or Wakanda or something. Or, you know, Sam. Yeah, With yeah or Sam. It's probably just Sam. Like, let's be real. It's not. Come on, dig deeper. <laughs> I mean, I mean Sam's a lot of probably a lot of, sure. Honest, of, course of course it works. Honestly, course I works. am in this camp with Omnis that I think X-Men Red is probably, like, one of the top dog lists right now that is being underexplored. I mean, my personal game experience has not felt like X-Men Red is underexplored. <laughs> but, yes. But the thing I, is, okay, I, 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 I guess I'm... quietly one of the better, <laughs> like, options to play right I'm now. I'm out of the loop for the past two weeks, and, like, two weeks ago it was not talked about. <laughs> like, X-Men Red Blob will be real, because that spender mm, on Blob is insane. Interesting. Yeah. X-Men Red Black Cat, always good. X-Men Red, Rogue, always good. But yeah. X-Men Red, Blob, real. 
I need you to know, break the hot out of, I've, I've been in such a casual mindset since Nova. Like, I, it's it's funny to me because yeah. I don't realize how casual my mindset can get from time to time. Where I'm just like, oh, I want to play this and this and this and this and this. Or I'm like, I just want to like throw these pieces together and see what happens. And then I like show up at game night and I get stomped by something competitive, like like legitimately good. And I'm just like, oh, oh, right. It's not just about like theme and characters. <laughs> I want to explore the space. Like there are things that like have solid synergies and do better than you know just a purely thematic team. And I I need to start getting my 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 competitive hat back on for for LVO and be heartless again. <laughs> play yeah, play like, X Men Red. Honestly, I really X Men Red. Jump on yeah. this camp with Honest and me and vodka. Why Jump do you think? Why do you think I'm making the Zorn? It's so I can like comfortably play a red skull on the table without being like yeah look at this cool red skull that i'm super unexcited to put on the table because i have no, <laughs> no connection like, honestly, to red skull. <laughs> i i honestly feel like I, I love that sculpt though i love the red skull sculpt it's good i'm really it's excited cool. for him to be zorn not gonna lie that's fair <laughs> i i do think though that if x-men red does not win lvo i'd be surprised hmm. on right now hot take Dude, you think Cyclops is going to be top table even at LVO? Come on, bro. Like, no, like, you, you don't. Okay, you, you no, don't know what X Men Red is, then. You're yeah, you're off. You're off topic, sir. Yeah. No, <laughs> X Men Red is. No, no. it's X Men Storm with uh, Red School. Oh. Oh, yeah, yes. that'll be top table for sure. I thought you were saying X Men Red. Isn't that the name of his leadership? No, he's gold. Oh. Or, sorry, uh, blue. He's blue. It's, it's an X Men gold team. Yes, but no, Craig has told me. It's, it's ridiculous, for sure. With the it, medium yeah. base big boy that you can bounce off of, yeah, yeah it's good. It, it's a really it's, solid it's, name convention, it's, too. It's like, literally... It's the name of a current Marvel comic starring exactly. Magneto and Storm. That's the point. To me. Yep. Bingo. But, but the, thing is, though, the thing is, though, is like people have talked about running Corvus and Proxima and X-Men all the time, but at that point, you're sinking eight threat. Yeah, that's the threat of just Corvus, yeah. Yeah. Why are you hitting like, yourself? Stop hitting yourself. Man, Red Skull is a problematic character. Like he's he's so good. Yeah. I think his biggest issue is the fact that he has a range three. His attack should be range two. Well, how it, good it is. Yeah. That's a problem for sure. Um the other problem is that like the only character I think who can like reliably hit him on his weakest defense is Sorcerer Supreme and like Arnim Zola. Yeah. And nobody's Magic. playing him anymore. And like Magic characters that not many people are playing. Like that yeah. great like i, I guess you can run her in x-men for the the mirror mm. or yeah. just run her in x-men okay. with your i that's what i said for the mirror yeah I'm, I'm i'm all in for for this x-men red that's that's why i'm i've got a well it's as crazy as like the list that where i left off with it God, uh, I, I, most of my go. list is Boom. very much um mirroring ominous with the minor differences but like you're running colossus you're running cable you're running like all these characters that everybody just shits on and it performs like it's so good it's fun if anybody i sales pitch of the week put together an x-men red school list and this is a challenge of the week or a sales pitch now (laughs) um (laughs) let's make this a challenge of the week do x-men red let's all make omnis happy and get the think tank going. Let's make the best yeah. X Men Red list that we can. That will be number one at Nova. When does Block come Nova? out? LVO. When does Block uh, come out? Next month. Next, next month? month. Okay, cool. I have time. Yeah. I got yeah. a bunch of credit at a, a local game store, and I was gonna buy Sentinels, but I'm just like I don't care anymore. I'm gonna buy Blob. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over. I Sentinels were fun. I kind of over them already. Yeah. Um, Same here. 
but I I do think that the like, yeah, challenge of the week. Let's do an X Men Red. Let's make Omnis happy. Let's get people talking about X Men Red. Um, yeah, it's let's, let's saturate the world with X Men Red so that we develop a counter to X Men Red by the time. Yeah, bonus points if you, instead, of, instead of doing what they're asking you to do, you make X Men Red in the books where it's just uh, like <laughs> a fisherman character is not actually in the game yet. Storm and Magneto. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, self Spectre of the Week. Who would be a good one? I think the last time we did one was Juan. Yeah. Who's who's one we haven't done? We're kind of right. Uh, we got we're not on that twenty six. No, we got plenty like of hundred. But I mean, we're, yeah. we're we're like we're. <laughs> what we should do is we should go through like Lexa's archives and then just like pick a character that she's done and be like, all right, let's sales pitch this. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe we should start doing the uh, the sales pitch where we're like trying to pitch one against the other, where like we take take a model that uh, everybody do already things. thinks is good and then take a model that people are. All right, I got you. I got you. <clears throat> Here it is. Okay. Colossus. All right. Or Lizard. What do you mean? Well, actually, you know, let's do this. Colossus, Luke Cage, or Lizard. Because when we had the wheels oh, on here, yeah. they said they all three of them were designed in the same space at the same time. All right. So, obviously, Hyper Viper's got Luke Cage. I don't understand yes. the question. <laughs> what are we trying to compare them as? Like, what? Against each other. Who's each other. the best? Yeah, who's They're the all best? three threats. Luke Cage by no Colossus. <laughs> I guess I'll take Lizard then. So you guys go ahead, have at. Um, <laughs> I will take the easy. Does Colossus job. have heroes for hire? Did I miss uh, no. Uh, mm. Does he need it? Yeah, he really no. does. Can you imagine? Can, how he, yeah, he, if he had, if he had heroes for hire, oh my god, he'd yeah. be the best bodyguard for so, a threat. My Can Colossus or argument... Luke Cage take an opponent's B or F? What? No, neither of them can. Heck. Okay. Just, oh, actually, um, Luke Cage, no, he can't with Avengers Assemble. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but he's got to spend a power for that, right? So it's not a first turn play. No, it literally, you have one power on turn one. Okay, right. but who dies more? Who's uh, a target? Who has a target on their back? All of them except for Colossus. Nobody cares yes, about you can ignore Colossus. You can ignore Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> he never dies. Yeah, because he's better, better with a hammer. But but let's talk about X Men. Let's talk about X Men Red though. If you have an X Men Red there to protect Red Skull, who's your heavy hitter at that point? Like he's performing an outstanding job. Versus if I have like Cage protecting Red Skull, Cage is gonna die. Like Cage is not like he's not like die die. But he's very much like I think out of the three of them, Colossus is the tankiest. That's like without a doubt. Yeah, he's like, the without only fourth a doubt. He's also a, yeah. He's also a fourth red, but he's like. Even if he had the health of the three threats, like I don't know, like I I think Colossus is probably one of the tankiest characters in the game. Still, I still think that he absolutely is. Uh, uh, the problem is super easy to ignore. But then, if he's protecting Red Skull, you can't ignore him. Yes, you can. You throw him away, and then you kill Red Skull, or, or you just throw him into Red Skull. And... Oh, because you're playing Indomitable now. In X Men Red, Red Skull. But Red Skull, Red Skull in his most common state ignores collision damage. So sure, go ahead and throw Colossus into Red Skull. I didn't say at him. I said away from him so he can't bodyguard. And then he's yeah. Sam said throw a completely non-factor. What? I said throw him at him because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to go back to my argument more more of like Colossus. Colossus is a late activation character. Yeah, totally so you is. can throw Colossus, but then he's just going to move right back up there so that he's ready to go again. How many degrees does your posse have between Luke Cage and uh, Colossus? What does that mean? 
Like, oh, how smart are they? Oh, okay. So, oh, I thought you were talking about like 98 degrees. I I don't think Lizard can use his brain when he's trying to eat his son, but what do I know? I mean, Lizard Brain is monkey home. Lizard Brain is monkey home. Win this point. That is why he ate his own son. Yes, you are correct. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, Colossus is made of metal. Yeah. So, what's your, what's your, what's your marquee tactics card, Colossus? Yeah, Colossus really has fucking nothing, dude. He's got if fastball anything, special. If anything, <laughs> oh, but I tell you what, fastball special with fucking Logan. Does it work? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the saddest thing about it, too. Is no, just like, it would be so good. You can throw him can outside you, of the range where he. Can like, you guys throw characters? Uh, yeah, fastball special. Can... I, I literally can with Heroes for Hire. And ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Spender, Heroes for Hire. Yeah, my yeah, Spender yeah. throw is size three, so it's mm. and it costs one more than Lizard's throw. Right. And you gotta get a wild? Yeah. Memory serves? Okay. You are correct. That's cool. All yeah, right, no, right. Luke Cage is awesome. He is, he is good. Yeah, so is Colossus. Yeah. 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 Play all three. You know what? If you're talking about going over the tanky, just play all three. Of those right? three characters, Avengers, Lizard Spider for sure has the, he has the best sculpt for sure. Lizard has <laughs> by far the best sculpt. Uh, I I think I think Lizard takes the cake on this one. He's got me, the coolest sculpt personally. He's got a sculpt. I don't know. Uh, I, I fell in love with Lizard in Asgard. Definitely, one hundred percent. Unkillable. Yeah, and when I started running Extremis consoles, it, it, I, I have had so many hilarious games of. Lizard literally taking three or four damage and then healing off an extremist console, Asgard healing. Oh, here moving, you go. Here you go. Double moving, healing has, off another extremist console. Who has the most reliable stagger? <laughs> Colossus. Colossus he has does. the most reliable stagger. Really? Is, is, is it wild or is it yeah. printed? I land that Luke Cage one all the time. No, it's I'm wild. Alive. It's a wild. You're a double wild. Yeah, you're you're I, like extra crazy. I land that so shit all the time. I literally do. <laughs> I only get it when I'm already killing the person, but I get it all the time. Man, I rolled three wilds on defense the other night, and I was like, where are you, Enchantress? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> really wish I was attacking with Enchantress right now. Shucks. Well, that's cool. I mean, you guys can you guys can argue this out, but I'm no, pretty I, sure the, 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 the MD is going to take it. <laughs> the doctor? Yeah, the good doctor here. All right. What else we got? What else do we do in this? Oh, listener questions. Yeah, we have some good ones too. They've built up. Uh, Where? (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) Uh, I think the first one is Sure Thing. Yeah, because I remember Hobgoblin These Nuts was one of the last ones we did. Yeah, Yeah, we did. All right, Sure Thing. Do you think we're done seeing unaffiliated text cards? I don't think we're done seeing them. I just think they're limiting them and doing them in a smarter way. Wait, unaffiliated make... is like not character unaffiliated, just like unaffiliated. Like, like, like affiliated, affiliation locked. Yeah, yeah, we just saw three like, in the Pyro Blob Pack, and they're character specific, no, we, but they're all unaffiliated. No, no I, I think he's meaning like generic, like all you got and like stuff yeah, like that. No, we did get yeah. Brace again, but yeah, no, it's a, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think we're done seeing them. I just think they're going to be more and more rare because they're just so like I can't say the word. You know, what I'm about to say this when this was an H hom- homogenistic, um, homogenizing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's too is 
Yeah, and that's boring. Nobody wants to sit there and have the same tactics cards. We just got out of that world like not even six months ago. Like, I would not cry if we never saw another one like, ever again. And yeah, every I think it's cool. Single one it's, was like modified it's also to be just, character specific. Or it's also just mark. super cool that way, and it makes characters worth taking. Yes. If every character had a character specific tactic card, I think that would be so much better for the game because every character would have an argument of why you should be taking this character over that character. I don't care if the tactic card is good or not, but if every character had their own character specific tactic card. Yeah. There's an argument that that character now has that they could be better in a certain situation. Well, like, follow me here, right? So, like, if Indomitable was Colossus, and Heroes for Hire was Luke Cage or Iron Fist, and Monkey Brain's Lizard Home is Lizard, right? Like, now yeah. you have, like, three legitimate question marks that's like, yeah. do I bring this character because I need help on, like, clearing a secure? Do I bring this character because I need to make sure that characters stay extra alive? Or do I bring this character because I want to make so sure I want a one -side I'm vision. not the one that gets moved? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, uh, Fastball Special because Fastball Special can absolutely just one-shot vision. I love it. Not if he's Anybody with... Before. Huh? Not if he's at his I don't care. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to throw over a vision if he's in energy form, but uh, no, it doesn't I, I, work. Where, it doesn't work that way. Show me, show me anywhere else that there is a tactic card that I can't really one shot vision, but you just attack. You do like four to that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, no, it, it, yeah, it does four. Uh, but like, show me anywhere else that a tactic card by itself could literally one shot certain characters a game. Throw it at Juan, you're one shotting Juan, and he can't do anything about it. Like he just dies. Yeah. Um, have you, have, you, have you thrown Wolverine into a voodoo? Uh, rockets uh, immune to collisions, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah. I just as, as I started saying it, I remembered. Um, I never got the chance to just I got because to do it one voodoo's... time he rolled no defense dice and it felt so good. It was the best yeah. thing. One of the, like it's like top three of things that I've done in Crisis Protocol. I was like, oh, look at that! Like, like fastball special is a really fastball special is just a really good card when you can pull it off. It's just like it's good. <laughs> I wish Logan could use fastball special. Like, I mean, it goes against what he's trying to be, though, right? Like the the loner boy. Yeah, but still, or does like, it if give he... him a head start, come on. Yeah, but I was about to say, like, it's actually better for him because it gives him that distance to get away from everybody. Because look at this: you fastball special Logan, right? And then he's on his lone wolf path. Yeah. Like, and he's getting bonus damage on his attacks after being thrown, so he's probably coming through with like twenty damage that turn. But I'm no. not I'm did. not a developer for this game. Four hundred. I, I I I make no aspersions to being a, a game designer like like whiz. Agreed, but man. I do kind of like if I have a wish list item right now in this game, it is that they just took this like identity bit off of the tactics cards. So like, it's just here's your Doctor Strange, right? You can pick Sorcerer Supreme, and you can pentagrams on turn one, or oh. you can pick. Not Sorcerer Supreme and be the Defender's leader, and you still have access to the card either way, right? But like now you've got a leadership yeah. and you can do other things. I I would love to see this this alter ego versus uh, alias distinction kind of dropped out. I agree. I would also love to see pentagrams come back. Facts. Like, All right, let's 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 move on. Uh, the next one from Sure Thing: the only rogue agents. Parentheses, besides y'all cuties, parentheses, are three threats <laughs> which historically have been super helpful for teams looking for quote unquote affiliated threes to make points work. 
What characters from Marvel could you see being a non-three threat and getting that fancy line of rogue agent stuffed on their card? I honestly think rogue agents is a um, I don't want to say dead, but it's like an it's outdated like mechanic. Yeah, I think it was only present. I I honestly think Bucky should lose Rogue Agent, and I think Taskmaster should lose Rogue Agent at this point. Um, they should be eroded to lose it. I think it's I I I, I think that though I really well, do Bucky because even is he just Shield? Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's fine. You know, you know who should be a Rogue Agent, who isn't Punisher? Punisher. <laughs> Fair. I was gonna say Deadpool. <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah. No, he literally I, wants to I, join yeah. every affiliation, but it should be like Deadpool. Yeah. Rogue agent cannot be an X Man. <laughs> That'd be very funny, even though he's the part of X But but I I also think that Rogue Agent's an outdated mechanic for the game. Um, it was there to help Liz yeah. at the very beginning to actually be able to make affiliation. Yeah. Without Rogue Agents, Guardians would not have been able to be a theme when they first came out. Right. Um, but nowadays, everything has so much crossover that they're able oh, to yeah. release two models and be able to have it be a full fledged affiliation. And you have um, Splash Thanos and Splash Mouth to make up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's literally like you. I I think Rogue Agents. I don't. I don't see us ever getting another Rogue Agent. We probably will get something at some point. I don't know who it would be. Um, I really don't know who it would be. Like maybe we get like a, a, a super cool Deadpool that actually is a rogue agent that would work for anybody. Like maybe a four threat Deadpool. That'd be really cool. Like a Deadpool is actually like good and consistent. Hey. Um I mean you're right, but that's mean. I like Deadpool. I love Deadpool. I know like don't get me wrong, I love Deadpool. It's just every time I play him, I'm so let down. Yeah, four health is really it's rough. If he had four five health, health if he had five health on both sides. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I also I wouldn't hate no. just like have him be five six. Why not? He's supposed to be yeah. a tough man. He, or, I think he, he, yeah. if you look at other three threats, he could have gotten away with being a, a, a five six. Yeah, for sure. Like Luke absolutely. Six, five. Yeah. But that's that's my take. I don't see us really getting another rogue agent unless it's like something crazy. I really don't know who it would be. Deadpool's probably like the number one pick for me. Unless, you know, we got like Star Wars crossover and then uh, like Boba Fett. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Boba Fett helmet in the background of you and I was staring at it and I was like, that'd be a really cool rogue agent. All right. Um, Star Wars is Marvel Comics. Like, yeah, it, it could have I don't, I don't want true. that because that's the, uh, that's God, the window to so Mickey funny. Mouse being in this game. So let's, let's just yeah. not do that. All right. Uh, but uh, real take. Um, who else could be a rogue agent? Um, there are a lot of people. Like, yeah. uh, what's his butt? Uh, Red Hulk could be a rogue agent. No, he can't. He's Thunderbolts Absolutely all could. the way. He's no, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts and Avengers, and he's worked with like a million other teams. I don't. I don't like him as I. I don't want a six threat rogue agent. Like no, like. Okay. <laughs> Sure. I would say that over the past six months, I have realized the power of an affiliated, very high threat model. I didn't, Good I, high threat model. I, I didn't realize what I had in Thanos for the longest yeah. time in that. Because he was the only one. Because mm-hmm. he was the right. only one. I was like, oh, no, he's just a guy. And, you know, I'm, I'm playing my thematic Black Order list. So, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, Hulk is such a fucking lifesaver, I swear. Yeah. Like for making lists work, he's like, "Oh, I can just play Hulk, and then this list works out. I can play a bunch of." So Glenn's against him that he's the real lifesaver. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, next next one. 
Um, been catching up. So, Sidious Mike. Spider Man? That would be my No, phone. Fantastic, fantastic oh, Bagman. Fantastic Bagman. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, worked with everyone for sure. That's not a yeah. bad call. I'd want a three threat Spider Man be Rogue Agent, though. I, I guess, but he says non three threat. Like, the issue is, I don't think anything above a three could be a Rogue Agent. I really don't. Hmm. Like, what do you think about a two? I could see a two. I think it should be twos. Twos like would be agent great. Thirteen or something like that, where like she's just agent like, Coulson. Yeah, like uh, no the the blonde. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember her like actual name. Agent Thirteen is the uh, she. She's in the fucking Winter Soldier. Like she's she's yeah. that character. I I could see a two being decent for Rogue Agent. I feel like it like would help out a lot of affiliations. Yeah, it, it's um, probably too much. That yeah, kind of half my so maybe three. Three is like the magic number. I think it might I really be. I, I could see a four, but I, I think like, once I you get into fours, I can't think of one. But like, I feel like four is where every, you start to get into like the kind of like affiliation defining characters. Yes, truly. like every affiliation has a four. That's like this. I guess except for X Force. I mean, the problem with um, those agents, like they basically they basically have to be. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, no, they have huh. to be kind of. Is Phantom X a four? He should be. Rogue Agents, like, they kind of have to <laughs> be Psylocke. sort of middling, right? Like, if they're too yeah. good, that's a problem because uh, everyone will right. take them. They just start to overshadow people. Like, when Blind Obsession Bucky was a thing, he was a go to in almost every list. He was just like, this is an yeah. option that I should take and must take. Yeah. So, Rogue Agents, like, they're almost defined by being just kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Sidious Mike, been catching up on my listening backlog and finally joined the Discord. Dizzard, when you go back to playing Midnight Sun slash X Force, are you going to call your list a Midnight Sex Force? Yes. <laughs> I guess I I am. I had no other choice now. I am now. <laughs> All right, uh, Joey Edge. Last question: Is it better generally to focus on grabbing the extracts first round or reacting to getting secures? I think it depends on what you're playing. Like, I, that's, that's such a loaded. That's a loaded question, Joey. You you know the answer to this. Um, but no, it's it's it really depends on what you're doing. Like when I was playing Malakith, I wouldn't pick up any secure extracts other than my home one. That hammers. <laughs> no, no, no! I wouldn't pick them up. What I would do is I'd kill my opponent after they picked it up. Right. So I played completely pick reactionary. Up. Yeah, and then I pick it up after I killed them. Because yes. um, you just go Mystique on one side and pull it into Malakith, and then have your other heavy hitter take out the other one. Nowadays, Red School. Um, but it's like you just end up with yeah, right. <laughs> like good night. Um, it's completely up to your list. Like you, like I think if you're playing like Web Warriors, you kind of are forced to have to grab an extract before your opponent does because you're probably not going to be able to get it back unless you have a steel mechanic. But there's so many good steel mechanics in the game now that it almost doesn't matter. I feel like forcing your opponent to pick up the extract and then you having an easy access to pull it off of them is almost stronger than just going and picking it up because you're being more action and resource efficient than your opponent is at that point. Because now you can go and do secures and then as well get the extracts off of your opponent doing the hard work and getting it yeah. for you and delivering it to you i think that's like if you can have a plan in your roster where you're doing that and accomplishing it reliably i think that's the strongest extract game plan is don't just go pick them up let your opponent pick them up for you that's why i love d-shape extracts is because most of the time you can let your opponent pick it up for you and they can't get away and you can do something about it except for x-men or spider-man or Angela, or Spider Man, or Angela. It's or it's very few. Or, okay, there's there's, there's some. There's, yeah, okay, there's, okay. Some. there's a few. There's a handful, right? 
I think that yeah, it's 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 twofold for me. Like outside of round one, which is the specificity of the specificity of the question here. Yeah. Uh, outside of round one, I tend to prioritize extracts over secures in general, because like you're holding the ex that you're holding the extract, you can get the secure next round. Well, it's also like extracts are typically more value as well mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. They're either giving you a benefit or they're scoring more points. Well, if it's like so if I, there's an undefended secure, there's an undefended extract. You have to double move to get to either one. I choose the extract nine times out of ten. Yeah. Personally, unless it's like, I'm going to double move my model here and then you're going to attack it five times. And like, no, obviously not. <laughs> But round one, I think you you want it is far more important to position yourself for the rest of the game than it is to get an advantage on round one. Yeah, that's probably true. Like d- double moving is such an underrated thing to do. It's just like it's so smart most of the time. Just like like no hey, no, I'm just gonna double move, set up for next turn, or like double move throw. Yep. All right, um, I think that covers everything. We're getting it finished before an hour and 30 minutes. Um, so maybe we All do right. just need to take a break every now and then. It resets the clock. Get, get, get um, point. <laughs> all right, and with that, we have been the Rogue Agents, and you have been the listener. Thanks for coming back and hanging out with us, guys. We're, we'll get back to it. Have a good night, day, whatever time you're listening to this. Perfectly balanced. That's all things Maximum effort. He's out of line, but he's right. I'm not gonna edit that out. Part, all of it. <laughs> think you're the only superhero in the world? Neither am I. Do you expect, do you expect <laughs> me to do this? <laughs>